Hey, Sea of Red, Raja here with a special announcement. I'm a brand ambassador for SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a mobile app that literally lets you buy tickets in the easiest way possible. I think their tagline is that they take the confusion out of buying tickets. Something like that. Use the promo code CFT to get $20 off of your first SeatGeek order. I'm talking sporting events, concerts. Remember, the promo code is C of T. Share it around, tell your friends, and go Flames Go. That ugly cat, is his name Hunter? Baby, let me ask you something. Is you down the road? Oh, here's Lennon, shot, scores! They go into the goal. Lennon through the middle of the shot, block and shot, scores! Matthew Kachuk, what a goal! Back to Matthews, in front! Oh, what a stop by Markstrom! How does that not go? And play continues. Monahan back across, Mangiapane scores on the backhand! Cali though. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Bradtree Living being a good GM makes like it warms my heart. Like who is dude? Like I listened to him talk about his analysis on why he acquired Cali. And I'm just like, I'm like, who are you and what did you do with Brad? <laughs> what did they inject to this man with over the summer? Like like he's just OP now. Like he just no, he 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 just wants the cup. Him and Daryl want the cup. <laughs> like I don't know what else to say. Like Daryl said unfinished business. Now Brad's like, yeah, sorry, I'm just gonna lift up my big boy pants and we're gonna get that done. Literally, like, like dude, what a time to be alive. Two unreal trades, Brad. Two unreal trades. And and now. Elliot Friedman on 32 Thoughts this morning was saying the Flames might not be done and that they're kicking tires on Nolachari. Like, what? what is going on? <laughs> the trade deadline might actually be crazy for us, and that's all I'm going to say. Like, like, oh, my God, let's get into it. So, Callie Yarncroke, who is Elias Lindholm's cousin, also best friends with Jacob Markstrom, they're from the same village. They're from Gavle, if I'm saying that correctly, in Sweden. There's only 75,000 people. Sorry. I think it's Gavels, okay. I think. Fair. Well, either way, 
the population of that village is only 75k so the fact that <laughs> the fact that there are three like pretty solid nhl players out of there two of them all playing would i add all playing for the calgary flames yeah and they all work out together in the summer um you know, like sometimes you think the hockey world is like pretty big and then you read something like that and you're like wow that is yeah. it's tiny it is tiny it is um uh, do you want to talk about what's going the other way yeah so the trade was Cali Arncroke to the Flames for Calgary uh, for Florida's 2022 second rounder that we got in the Sam Bennett deal. So that trade tree keeps on getting extremely more complex. Uh, yeah. A 2023 third rounder and a 2024 seventh rounder. With 50% mm-hmm. salary cap retained by Seattle mm-hmm. um, on Yarncroke. Mm-hmm. And which cap hit Calgary at what? So Calgary's cap space right now is one hundred and twenty-five thousand four hundred. <laughs> like we're at the cap. Like I don't know what the hell we're, we're doing anymore. Like what is Brad? Like what do you mean kicking tires on Nola chart with what money? We're just gonna. Sean, my Monahan's going somewhere, man. Do you think so? Do you think I so? don't? I don't know. Maybe like there's a very a very, very high possibility that he could be. If we're still kicking tires and we made this yarn croak trade and we need to move cap out, who do you think's leaving? Like, it's kind of like, I mean, we sat and talked about it also being like, yeah, they're not going to get rid of Monaghan now, whatever. But ever since Frank Saravalli came out and was like, you know, their preference isn't to trade him, but like they're lurking in the weeds of doing so. It's like, bro. Why are you using big words? Just say that we're shopping him. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, just say that. And, like, first and foremost, if Monaghan does leave us at the de- – like, by Monday, okay, as much as I'm going to say that obviously helps your team on paper because he's an absolute liability this year and it's sad to see, it'll genuinely be sad for me to say goodbye to Monaghan. Like, especially if this team has any sort of – legitimate success this spring and Monaghan's not on that roster like I know I know I Um, mean I get that it's a business and it is what it is but like the sentimental fan side of me is just it it it, it would be hard to see Monaghan go and I mean we're expecting it I mean I was always expecting it to be this summer but ever since Frank Cervalli came out and said that, I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that we could be moving out 23 by Monday? Interesting. I still don't think the team has the balls to do it. I think that's just Frank's speculation. I don't think they would want to, I guess, screw the chemistry in the room and the fact that he is a big voice in there and whatnot. Um, I, I don't think they have the balls to do that. But if they do do it, we're going to be sitting here recording on Monday going, huh? Yeah, right. I mean, if Brad does that and trades Monaghan at the deadline this year, that is like my big boy pants are on and nobody's safe. Like I'm doing whatever I can to win this team a Stanley Cup and the rest of the league can just suck on it. Like they put like a they put like a flame just at the bottom of his seat. Every time he sits on his like at his desk, it's just hot. He's like, okay, I need to do something or else I'm gonna get fired. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. What what has been? I um, mean, it, crazy. But how do you feel about the picks going the other way? Um, I mean, objectively, when you look at it and you say, okay, it's a second round or a third round or a seventh. I mean, you can say it's a slight overpay if you want to say that. For sure. Um, but you're paying for the salary cap uh, mm-hmm. retention to Seattle. That That's right. where a lot of those picks come from. Definitely the third and the seventh, I would say, is you're paying for the salary cap retainment there. Mm-hmm. I think so. And, I mean, objectively, I'm just – I have cap friendly open right now. You look at our draft picks, the ones we have available into 2024 – overarching it's actually not terrible uh this year we only have our second our fifth and our seventh so we're making three picks this year and then in 2023 we've got our first our second we don't have our third we have our fourth we don't have our fifth and then we have our sixth and seventh and then 2024 we just don't have a seventh so hypothetically for being a team that's all in that's not terrible whatsoever so if you're sitting here complaining about you know oh we're trading away draft capital and whatnot that's what good teams do when they're trying to win a cup exactly you don't hang on to your draft picks when you're trying to win a stanley cup you ship them out and you bring in the pieces that you need to make this team better which brad did another one yesterday 100 percent. i mean with um with Cali, he's a right shot center who can play the wing he can pretty much play either side left or right or play- down the middle um he can play in pretty much all situations which is like sheesh it's so sick to find guys like that who are just that versatile um here's an interesting quote that true living had talking about him uh he said i've always considered him kind of a fixer he's a defensive fixer on any line that can chip in offensively we think he can touch a bunch of different parts of the game he gives us more depth and we like the player so we're excited to add him he is a fixer. You look at him in Seattle, his line, whatever line he's been playing on, they, they've been all right. Like obviously Seattle hasn't been good this year. Um, Mm. It dominated pretty much every night. Um, (laughs) But no, he's had, he's had some good games in Seattle this year. And I was even watching his highlight clip uh, at the first intermission yesterday and some of the goals he scored this year. And even in Nashville, I was like, wow. Like he's he's got it. His his first goal of the year, that little toe drag. Yeah, check that was sick. It was, yeah. Um, like to me, the thing that I love about him is the fact that he has such a nice ability to play five on five. His even strength numbers are crazy. Great. Um, power play PK can play both those positions. His defensive numbers are really strong. Um. His finishing ability is very underrated. It's actually one of the better qualities to his game. Um, And I mean, the 14 goals this year, I think kind of give you that when you realize that, okay, he's able to produce that, that decently in the role that he has in Seattle on a team that's very lackluster for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, his finishing ability um his possession stats are fine um it depends on the model that you look at um like if you're looking at evolving hockey's model his his charts are i would say pretty nice for what we paid for uh, mm-hmm. 
his expected goals against per 60 is way above average, like way above average. Like it's almost disgusting. And um, like we have a player that can a snipe can probably quarterback your PP two. Now we have a right-hand shot there. That would be, that's, that's what I was say is uh, he's going to add a right-hand shot to that second power play unit. And I, I I'm intrigued to see now with, uh, with yarn croak here. Um, if we start running two, I mean, uh, just one D man on that second power play unit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause for the most part of the season, we've been running usually Shillington and Hannafin on there. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued to see, yeah, if it's going to be four forwards and one D or if uh, we're just going to see yarn croak, maybe sub in for a guy like Lucic or something like that. It'll be, it'll be interesting, interesting to see. Mm-hmm. And here's something interesting as well. Elliot Friedman noted this in, on his 32 thoughts. We beat out LA and Washington to acquire him last night. Yep. Um, the deal was structured similarly. Eh, I can't even talk. Similarly, <laughs> to the Arvidsson and Yanmark swaps from prior deadlines, and like, like okay, I get it. A lot of people are mad about oh, Ruzicka sent down and all this sort of thing. But I mean, it was the only realistic way to make the trade work at that very moment. And I, I think it's temporary. I don't think we're not going to see Rizicka for the rest of the year. He's been no. more than good and Daryl loves him. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't worry too much if you're a Rizicka fanboy. I mean, we all are. I don't know why you wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. But God damn, dude, this top nine is the best I've ever seen it in my entire life. Oh, I know. Like we are deep. Like really deep now. Remember to like a month and a half ago when you and me were just whining about how we had no depth scoring and no nothing. <laughs> Look at this roster now. Holy shit, dude. Like you're telling me we acquired a modern day Marcus Nielsen. Pause. Exactly. Pause. Like yep. think about that for a second. Like this guy's going to fit in perfectly. I don't see a scenario in where he doesn't. He's literally the definition of what a perfect bottom six forward is and yep. third line forward in particular. Um, yeah. If you take a look at uh, J fresh, the J fresh model, uh, his player card, he's got a projected wins above replacement of 75. And that's on a, that's on the Seattle Kraken. True. Um, yeah. Even strength defense, 79 finishing 80. That's nice. <laughs> like he rarely takes penalties like ever to daryl guy you know it's like dude, two-way like, forward that doesn't take penalties and can put the puck in the back of the net imagine how good this team would be if sean monahan didn't suck right now yeah dude dude like can you imagine if we had 17 18 money right now yeah if we had, this 30, roster? we had 30 30 money right now oh my god like just that's so sick. Callie Yarncroke. Like, your boy Callie, though. Dude, I'm gonna, like, <laughs> I, I swear, like, this is so sick. Like, oh, my Me God. watched that video probably 15 times on the train to the game yesterday. <laughs> it's your boy, boy Callie, though. Dude, like, I, I watched that, and I saw In the Dome, like, post it. And I reposted it on my story. 
and it's just like I kept like I kept watching it like the video in length was like a three second snippet I think I took like 10 minutes out of my day just watching it (laughs) so if you want to do that math you may um yeah but holy shit dude this team is looking absolutely deadly yeah it's shaping up and I'm excited to see what happens at the trade deadline on Monday dude like (laughs) I'm gonna ask you this what do you think they're gonna add yeah we're kicking tires on Nola Chari according to Elliot Friedman which I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around I'm thinking maybe they add another defenseman like as a cushion that's where I'm at but yeah um I don't know. I guess it all depends on if we do move out Monaghan, you know? If Monaghan moves out, I could see us making a big splash for somebody. Um, like, another one. <laughs> Dude. I'm all, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean... No, like, imagine shipping him off for, like, a few picks, and then it's like, oh, the Flames suddenly have close... have 6.375 to work with, and you're just like... Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, you go and find somebody and uh, it could be a Chari. I I, I really don't want to get into hypotheticals. I'm very happy with what Brad's done already. Oh, dude. Like, Uh, I, (laughs) like, I don't, we need to make a Brad, you're living apology. (laughs) Yeah. Like these last two trades, dude, like I'm literally sitting there. I'm like, I am. Like, I love you. Like, thank yeah. you. Holy. Yeah. Like, now I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. You have a GM who's on the same page as Daryl Sutter. And yep. they clearly want – they want the chip this year, bro. They do. They what do you really think do. happened? Blake Coleman just came in to show them the, the, you know, the ring set he's got going on on his desk. And he's there's, like, an empty case for a third one. And he's like – I want this one filled. <laughs> I want I want the three peat instead. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but wow, like seriously, this is the deepest team I think I've ever seen in uh, in our lifetime. I think we've ever seen. Yep. Oh, definitely. Um, um and yeah, if you're a Flames fan, get excited because uh this team is gearing up and gearing up big time. Like, <laughs> dude, the red mile is starting from game one. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the level of – like, it's not even like, oh, we have to win around or whatever. No, this city is, like, bought in, dude. Oh, Absolutely it is. Absolutely bought in. Yep. Shout out to Chris Sutter. Oh, my God, I can't wait to watch. Oh, dude, playoff Chris Sutter. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. He was killing it last night. Dude, every night. He just – he <laughs> bodies it. He bodies it. I guess I've never been so hyped. To watch someone dance on the Jumbotron in my entire life. Like, ever. Right? right? Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Oh, man. What a beauty. Whew. So, yeah. All right. For those of you who didn't catch it early on, it was Kelly Arncroke at 50% retained for Florida's second rounder that we acquired in the Bennett deal, a 2023 third rounder, and a 2024 seventh. Anything else you want to add, Noah? No, uh, I'm just really excited to see him uh, put on the Flaming Sea and see what he can do to help pitch into this already uh, really good roster. So let's go. We're a wagon. We're a wagon. Let's go. Let's go. All righty, guys. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thanks, everybody.